You're listening to The Virtuous Mind, a podcast from Providence Christian College that discusses all facets of the human experience and the liberal arts from a biblical worldview. I'm your host, Dr. David E. Alexander. What was your favorite children's book when you were growing up? For myself, it was Where the Red Fern Grows by Wilson Rawls. As a child, I loved the idea of owning two red bone hunting dogs and the thought of chasing mountain lions, ghosts, and buried treasure in a haunted forest was the dream of any adolescent boy. This book excited me when I was young, but at the time I did not comprehend that there was a far greater meaning hidden within the pages than simply a diverting youthful adventure. In fact, most children's literature, if it is of any real value, carries with it a moral imagination that promotes goodness and beauty. Moreover, it instills in boys and girls a love for the truth and a desire to pursue wisdom. While children's literature is often perceived to be just for kids, can college students gain any virtue from studying these books as well? Joining us on today's program is Professor Julie Bykirk, lecturer in education at Providence Christian College. Bykirk has been teaching literature for well over a decade and has devoted herself to helping students find deeper meaning in children's stories. Julie, we are so glad to have you here today. Thanks, David. It's great to be here. Julie, tell us how Providence students are developing a love for the truth through children's literature. I'm sure you have some particular books that you've seen make an impact. I do, but as you ask those questions, I'm reminded of a quote that I love so much, I even include it in my syllabus, and most of my class is planned around this quote by Andrew Peterson. He writes, if you want a child to know the truth, tell him the truth. If you want a child to love the truth, tell him a story. Interesting. There's no substitute for a good story when learning what it means to live and grow in a world worthy of wonder. That's true. That's why children's literature exists, to delight and instruct, not just through knowledge, but the heart. I find the best children's literature makes observations about reality through imaginative storytelling. It weaves together art and wisdom in ways that reach the head and the heart. Yep. Introducing and reintroducing my students to these stories that have shaped them is something I've just really come to love over the last 10 years teaching children's lit at Providence. To answer your question, uh, one of the books that's had the most profound impact on my students is The Little Prince, written and illustrated by Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. Yeah. It's beloved by adults and children, maybe even especially my college students, because it's a story that can be read and reread. It's a classic. The timeless wisdom of The Little Prince grows with the reader, and I find is maybe even more impactful for my students at this chapter in their lives. Hmm. From the first pages, I know my students understand this story will be about important things. For those of you who haven't read The Little Prince, or maybe you haven't read it in a while, uh, The Little Prince tells the tale of a crash-landed pilot stranded in the Sahara Desert. As he rebuilds his airplane, 
the pilot has a strange encounter with a golden-haired boy he names the Little Prince. The pilot learns that the Little Prince has left his tiny planet, home to three volcanoes, we're told two are active and one is dormant, deadly baobab plants, and his beloved but difficult rose to travel the universe in search of wisdom. And each day, as the pilot rebuilds his plane, the Little Prince reveals more about his journey. The Little Prince recounts meeting a king, a lamplighter, others. He wonders aloud about their lives and is not satisfied by what they consider to be matters of consequence. The Little Prince ultimately visits Earth. This is where he's meeting the pilot and quickly learns that it's a large planet filled with all the narrow types of grown-ups that he's already met. Then we come to this one significant scene where the little prince weeps at the sight of rose bushes that he sees here on Earth, and the thought that his rose is not unique in all the universe. In response, a fox that he encounters teaches the little prince the rights of being tamed. The little prince realizes his rose is unique, and it's unique because he loves it. The fox memorably reveals his secret that it's only with the heart that one can see rightly. What is essential is invisible to the eye. And that quote might sound familiar. It's a, it's a popular quote from the little prince. But in the end, the pilot and the little prince discover a well. They part ways with the fate of the little prince left mostly to the imagination but the pilot and us, the readers, are left transformed by the wonder of this mysterious little prince. A well-written fantasy, like the little prince, sparks the imagination and casts light on the realities of life. The little prince invites my students to discover where true meaning is found. It does not tell them how to behave, which is a criticism of children's literature at times, that it's too didactic. But the best stories resist presenting an uncomplicated world. The world of the Little Prince is not simple. His search for what's essential mirrors our own journey and our own growth, maybe especially in these college years. He learns to see rightly with his changed heart, as we all should hope to do. And at Providence, our students are consistently pointed to the ultimate source of wisdom and truth, God and his word. Yes. David, as we close, I'm reminded of another quote. G.K. Chesterton wrote, Fairy tales say that apples are golden only to refresh the forgotten moment when we found out they were green. They make rivers run with wine only to make us remember for one wild moment that they run with water. Through the childlike eyes of the little prince, my students at Providence Christian College see their own worlds and a world beyond themselves, what is invisible and essential, more clearly. Maybe the little prince will move them to love the truth just a little bit more. You've been listening to The Virtuous Mind, a podcast from Providence Christian College. The mission of Providence Christian College as a reformed Christian institution is to equip students to be firmly grounded in biblical truth, thoroughly educated in the liberal arts, and fully engaged in their church, their community, and the world for the glory of God and for service to humanity. We'd love to have you visit our campus. 
Providence Christian College is now accepting applications for the upcoming semester. Contact an admissions counselor to learn more. Visit ProvidenceCC.edu.